Welcome back to the Flat Rate Tech Podcast. I hope everybody had a good week. That's what I hope for, is I hope that you guys are making fucking money and turning some goddamn hours, right? That's what we go to work for. But guess what? Let's do another The Reality of Being a Technician. I do these episodes because of emails that I get, just to show how common what we go through at each shop is. We're not the only ones. You're not the only one that goes through this shit. A lot of us do. That's the industry. That's just the way it is. So let's get on with it. Like I said, these are from multiple emails I get throughout the month, throughout the week, whatever it is. And I appreciate every single one of them, and it helps me out with episodes. So, anyways, let's get on with it. You've been working at the same shop for eight years. You've done all your training. You became master certified. You've been in talks with the service manager talking about making you the shop foreman. And you've been talking about that for the last three months. Now he's been acting a little sketchy lately, all right? You're wondering what's going on. You talk to him again, and he says he's working on the paperwork to make it happen. A week goes by, you find out there's a big meeting. Talks about the shop being sold. The shop has a meeting, and you notice it's a bunch of new dorks and suits acting all happy and shit. You notice your manager's not there. They start talking, and they talk about how they acquired your dealership. And here's your new manager, and here's your new GM. So... After a couple weeks, you go talk to the new manager, and you tell him you were in talks with the old manager about becoming the shop foreman, and that he was working on the paperwork to make it happen. He says there is nothing in the paperwork about this happening, and he already has a shop foreman in mind from the dealership he used to work at. His fucking buddy! Here's a pro tip of the day, alright? Get everything in writing. If it's not in writing, it's bullshit. They'll tell you whatever you want to hear to make you happy and keep you from leaving. Protect yourself. End of pro tip. There's two teams in your shop. Two team leaders. You're one of them. Your team is constantly kicking the other team's ass every month in hours and CSI scores. The boss pulls you and the other team leader in the office and says we have to make some changes. I think the teams are lopsided. Let's change the teams today. He picks the teams. You're stuck with some so-called losers from the other team, right? Three months go by. Your team is crushing the other team again. And the teammates that were moved from your team to the other team are bitching and quitting, literally leaving the dealership for another one. The boss pulls you and the other team leader in the office and says, as of today, I have a new foreman coming in and he will be dispatching all the work. And there will be only one team and he will be in charge. Sign your new pay plan. You're no longer a team leader, you're just a tech. So this story is quite long. It seems that the other team leader is in the buddy system but totally sucked as a team leader, obviously. Yet, the other team leader was good at it, but... Instead, they decided to have a new foreman come in and run everything. Somebody, nobody knew, comes in to run the show. And guess what? A fucking disaster. Wonder why your techs are quitting. A lot of shops will do this. They'll bring in a new foreman that came in and talked a good game and had 
somewhat good credentials, I guess you could say. Even though a lot of shops don't even call other shops and ask about technicians. Just so you know. And then they come in there and they're just fucking hacks, dude. And they just ruin everything. Everybody that thought they were going to move up, instead of just being a technician, they wanted to be a team leader and maybe a foreman, they all get shit on. So what do they do? They fucking quit and leave. They go somewhere else. Fucking cup holder. Where's my fucking cup holder? There's my cup holder. Here's another one. Tech in the shop turns the most hours every week. He sells alignments, tire balances, along with other work, but every time he sells an alignment or balance, he just rotates the tires. Okay? Never see him on the alignment machine. It's been happening for months, years. Manager gets a phone call. Customer says he has a vibration while driving. He's on the side of the road because it's a violent vibration. This specific technician just worked on it. So the foreman grabs the technician to go look at the car on the side of the road. And what do they find? All the fucking wheels are loose. All of them. Loose. The fucking lug nuts are loose. How does this even happen when you're supposed to test drive the car after you do the repair? Right? So the foreman and the technician go in the office to talk with the manager. He says he test drove the car. Doesn't know what happened. Now this actually happened two times in the same week, according to this email, to the same technician. The manager checks the cameras, doesn't see him pull it on the alignment rack. Doesn't see him balance the tires. Just sees him rotate the tires, leave, and come back without tightening them. And then he watches him pull the car out of the shop and park it. No test drive. The fucking technician gets a warning, and that's it. It's a buddy system. And according to this email, he only got the warning because everybody in the shop found out that the foreman caught it happening. He caught him scamming the shit. But in the end, nothing happened to the tech because he's buddy-buddy with the manager. But another technician got fired for leaving a drain bolt loose. Makes sense, right? Shitty fucking management. There's always going to be favoritism in the buddy system. There will always be shitty managers and shitty techs along with shitty customers. There will always be managers and shops trying to pay techs as little as possible. If you want to succeed in this industry, you got to play the fucking game, dude. Technicians are like football players now. If you want good ones, you got to pay them. But the new game, it's on, dude. If you want to succeed in this industry as a shop owner, you better have some bags you can open up in the fucking bank. You better have the best equipment you can get to draw some good players over there. Mechanics. Technicians. And you better have some real fucking managers that aren't selfish and only looking out for themselves. You better have some fucking work. Your shop better not look like shit. So many shops I've seen on the internet, shop owners post and dealerships post, that look like fucking squatters been living in there, dude. Disgusting ass shops, paint peeling off the walls, boxes everywhere, parts on the floor. Harbor Freight jack stands, piles of shit in every corner. The owner's got his own fucking project car in the way, covered in dust. Everybody knows this guy ain't gonna fucking ever finish it. Just leave it in the way, block a perfect spot you could add a lift to, you know? And be more productive. But no, 
It's full of trash, dude. No lighting. They look like the fucking power's out. Have some fucking respect for yourself, dude. What, do you live there? I can't find any technicians to come work for me. Wonder why, dude. I got an idea. If you own one of these shops, one of these shitty fucking dump shops, and you can't fucking find anybody to come work for you, I got an idea for you. Get a dumpster delivered to your shop. I'm sure you have room in the parking lot because you probably don't have any customers. Throw everything in your shop in the dumpster along with your business license. Clean the building. Throw some new paint on it and rent it out to somebody that actually gives a fuck. You will make more money doing that, renting it out, than you will trying to run a shop in that fucking condition. And go work at fucking Jiffy Lube, dude. Start all over. I feel for the shop owners that are out there actually trying to survive. The ones that do shit right and have nice shops, take care of the customers and employees. It's got to be rough, dude. But I don't feel bad at all for the shops that look like abandoned fucking homeless shelters. That's on you, dude. Stop being a fucking hoarder. Then they wonder why they're failing as a fucking business, wondering why nobody wants to come work there. They think there's a fucking technician shortage. There's not. They just don't want to come work for you, dude. There's a couple shops around here where I'm at that I really like. Little small shops. One's pretty much exactly what I would want. It's a standalone building with its own property, its own parking lot, small building. It wasn't a gas station or a pawn shop or wherever the fuck they transitioned into fucking shops. It was built to be a shop. Just a fucking box with two doors, two bay doors. I haven't seen the inside yet, but I will one day. If it wasn't in a shitty fucking area, I'd be interested in fucking maybe buying it off them. There's also another one by me that is big as shit. They got like 12 bays, really nice looking building, clean as fuck, new paint, new signs. Really close to my house. I thought about looking into it. Maybe even fucking working there. But I'm not gonna. Because I don't want to work on all kinds of shit. I like working on one brand. And that's it. That's me, though. But there's nice independent shops out there. A lot of them. But then you have to wonder if they pay flat rate or hourly. And what are you going to be doing? Do they have enough work if you're paid flat rate? Do they have enough work if you're paid hourly? Because sitting around with your thumb up your ass is not fun at any job. Moving on. I'm going to keep going here. My manager says we're going to start doing video MPI inspections. You need to download this app on your personal phone and perform video inspections with it. The technician asks, what does it pay? The manager says, nothing. It's here to help you sell more work. We all have this issue. Because your advisors suck, now you have to videotape yourself telling and showing the customer what's wrong with their car. And the advisor is the one that gets a bonus for fucking CSI. Makes sense, right? I mean, why do we even need advisors at this point? Here you go. If you want to know how to pay your technicians more money to keep them, get rid of the fucking service advisors and just have a porter to deliver and park the cars. The techs do everything else at this fucking point. Now I want to uh, shit on some technicians here for a little bit. 
when you get a pay raise, don't go out and buy stupid shit, then come back three months later and ask for another raise, dude. You're not going to get one just because you made stupid choices. I mean, seriously, dude. There's a lot of technicians out there that think that there is a technician shortage, and they think that they can do whatever the fuck they want, and they're not going to get fired for it. Showing up to work late, leaving early, blah, blah, blah. It's not going to last much longer, dude. There is going to be a point where there's going to be a few shops in your area that got their shit together and pay top dollar. Got all the work you can do, all the benefits, all that shit. And you may think, I'm going to quit here and go there. Or better yet, your manager gets fired and you get a good manager in there that actually fixes shit and gives a fuck and pays more per hour. But you're a hack and everybody knows it. You leave early, you come in late, whatever. You do whatever you want to do. Well, he's going to let you go and replace you with a new motivated tech at the same rate you were making when they fucking fired you. Now you have a shitty reputation. So you got to go find a new shop. You may just sit down with the manager at a new shop and talk to him. And he finds out from techs in the shop, because he's actually a good manager, and asks the other technicians if they know who you are. And they're going to say this guy's a fucking problem. And a good manager that's not desperate will pass on your ass. Not only because that rhymes, but because you gave yourself a bad reputation in the industry. And that's on you. I worked with techs that after I left shops, they tried to come in where I'm at. And the boss asked me about them. And I told them, yeah, he can do the job fast, but he's not reliable at all. Or he's got a shitty attitude. Or he's just a fucking hack. Whatever it may be. What I'm trying to say is don't give yourself a bad reputation as a mechanic. Or anything for that matter. Because shit spreads fast, dude. People like to talk shit. That's why you're here listening. We talk shit. That's what we do here. It's fun. I could spread some shit right now on this podcast that would fucking... I ain't even gonna go into. So... The reality is there's only a handful of shops out there that are actually making shit happen. Paying techs what they're worth. Good work-life balance. Good benefits. Maybe one or two within ten or so miles of where you're located at. Maybe more depending on where you're at. But my point is, is there's not that many. Yet, hopefully... They will pay attention to podcasts like this and others that actually talk about the reality of being a technician and actually listen and make some fucking changes. But hey, I'm happy where I'm at and I want everybody else out there listening, out there busting their asses to be in the same or even a better shop than I'm at. I would actually follow my manager if they left where I'm at and went somewhere else that was close to me. That's a hell of a fucking statement coming from me. Even with all the shit I've talked about on here. I even did an episode about being sheep. Uh, about how not to follow people. But hey, it is what it is, dude. You gotta know when you got something good and stick with it. And I'm not just saying this just because I got a jump in downloads in my city alone last month over 601 area. But hey, it's kind of scary, but it is what it is. It's a big area. Check out my website, all the information, up to date, whatever you want to buy, trim tool, merch, whatever, flatratetechpodcast.weebly.com. It's free for you to look at. 
uh, Flat Rate Techs, join that page on Facebook. Flat Rate Tech Podcast, Facebook, Flat Rate Tech underscore podcast on Instagram. Just search Flat Rate Tech Podcast, dude. Everything's on there. You can find everything. Alright, y'all. Have a good day. It's hot as fuck here. And I'm going to go play some Call of Duty and get my ass kicked. So, I'll catch y'all next time. <laughs>